Hello. Hello. How are you? Uh, A-okay. How are you? How was your week? It's been okay. It's been okay? Nothing eventful? Um, actually, one thing happened today that was kind of funny to me, but I, I didn't want to say anything to you till we recorded, because I was <laughs> recording today. Uh-huh. Um. Pray tell. So you know how I get a split shift at work, so I have two hours to myself, and I just, like, go somewhere to eat and watch anime? Mm-hmm. Well, someone saw me watching Noragami, <laughs> and they sat by me, and they were like, oh, that's one of my favorites. And I was like, oh, yeah, same. I was like, I'm going through series right now. I was like, I just finished Tokyo Ghoul. And they're like, which one did you watch? And I said, re, the, the re one, or whatever the fuck it is. And I was like, I haven't been able to find the other one. I don't know, like where that one is and the person was like a lot of the streaming services only have them in dub and they're like i can't stand dub and i was like they were just talking shit about dub and i was sitting there watching noragami on dub <laughs> i was like that's the only one i want i, hate, I only watch dub <laughs> i hate i have to clap to it i hate the fight between whether dub or sub is supreme um the shit pisses me off because I'm like, just watch the fucking show. How you watch it doesn't matter. I also don't understand why that's a fight. Yeah. So, bro, sometimes I, was... I don't want to read at the speed of light so that I can catch the two-second yeah. click that it's accompanied to. I just want to listen to it. And honestly, I just like seeing... I like hearing and reading things at the same time because it's like... I just process it better. Yeah. My brain moves slow, like, 98% of the time. And there's so much that I miss on the audio. I have to have the subtitles well, yeah, on. Yeah, if they're speaking the native language, it's, like, so yeah. fucking fast. It is. Oh, my God. Like, even in German, like they speak so freaking quick that I, I, I can't. Why did I say yeah. freaking? They speak so fucking quick. Yeah. I was on PG mode for some reason. <laughs> don't worry, I clicked it off. Um, yeah, I, I don't understand that fight. Yeah, they were... <laughs> I don't think they <laughs> noticed that I was watching it in dub, because they just saw, like, the subtitles. And oh, I guess yeah. they saw the subtitles and, like, immediately thought it was sub. You, yeah, they thought you were I was like, sub. They were like, I can't stand dub, and I was, like, sitting there like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> <laughs> It's so wild, you think that, because so do I. Just, like, move your earbuds away. Yeah. That's what I did. I, like, took them out, and I was like, yeah. I was, like, holding them in my hand. Trying to make sure they couldn't hear it. I was, like, I'm hear like, okay, that's English. cool, but, like, oh, somebody else watches Noragami, because I feel like nobody watches that, despite how good it is. I, I don't know. I've heard differing things. I've heard it's popular. I've heard it's not popular. I don't know. I personally don't know anybody else who's watched Noragami besides really? you and Mercedes. And that's because I forced her to watch it. Interesting. She didn't have a choice in the matter. I sat her down. I'm closing this door. Everyone decided to run their AC. This is not a door. <laughs> this is a window. <laughs> it's a door in emergency <laughs> circumstances, yes. <laughs> no, we're on the second floor. There's a tree. Break your ankles. There's a tree. That tree cannot support human weight. It'll break the fall. <laughs> While breaking you. I mean, I honestly, I would just opt to die, but... Belly flop. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. 
Okay, anyways. Hi, this is... Hi, this is is Criminal Slash Cryptid. I don't know if we ever decided if we were going to say the slash or not. I don't know. I guess it... We'll figure it out. Well, who do we want to go first today? Uh, I don't know. Do we want to throw the B again? Or birth no, control? I don't know. We can do the birth control. All right. Okay, do you want some peasy or... <laughs> Pills. Pill. <laughs> Which dose do you want? Uh, I'll do I'll do pills. Okay. Oh, cool. I go first. You go first. Cool. Okay, so... I am excited about this one. Um... At first, whenever I saw it, I was like, is this going to be too basic? But then I was like, it's basic for a reason, because it's fucking great. There's no such thing as basic with the cryptids. Um, They're all great. Well, I found our new vacations, our next vacation spot. Oh, oh I guess um, we should mention that we switch it up every week. So she's doing cryptids this week, and I'm yes. doing the criminal. Because that's what the show is about. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what is it? Have you heard of the Mothman? <laughs> <laughs> Not my favorite. No, <laughs> oh, damn it. Uh, n- <laughs> it's the Mothman. <laughs> it's Mothman. Um, he's also known as Birdman or Winged Man. <laughs> I'm so sad he's not called Butterfly Man. Well, he shows up at night. I guess that's true. He's also known as Birdman and the Winged Man. And, uh, he is described as a humanoid creature with wings and red eyes. And he has been described as, like, either being a black figure, brown, or gray. Like, they always change up the color, but... Maybe it's regional. Well, it's only in one place. Okay, city, regional. <laughs> South side, north side, west side. <laughs> um, yeah, he was... Um, he was only known in one area, or, like, seen in one area, uh, at Point Pleasant in West Virginia. Yes. Point Pleasant, West Virginia. I forgot which state it was. Mm. But I didn't write it down, because I'm fucking stupid. <laughs> But the sightings first started um, in November 15th, 1966, all the way till December 15th, 1967. This man of a moth, this man moth, moth man, <laughs> went a whole year <laughs> terrorizing people. A whole ass year. I'm a so whole proud year. of him. Well, no, actually, don't be too proud yet, just yet. Okay. So the first newspaper report of the Mothman was published in the Point Pleasant Register, which was the local newspaper, and it was dated for November 16th, 1966, and the title, the headline, was Couple Sees Man-Sized Bird? Creature? Something? (laughs) (laughs) Something? Was it an all bold with, like, an exclamation and a question mark? Yeah, no, it was all bold. I don't think they would do an exclamation mark. They might have. No, they didn't do an exclamation mark. But they did do, like, an ellipsis behind bird and creature. So it was, like, it was, like, bird, creature, something. (laughs) In the, uh, article, it, it talks about, 
these two couples, let me go down. I did not organize my notes the way I wanted to. Oh no. It's okay, mine are oh, really fuck. scrabbly too. Okay. So, mine were really scrabbly last week. I was bouncing around all over the page. <laughs> so, so on November 15th, there were two couples that were like sitting in their car or something together. I don't know what they were doing. It sounds pretty sus. This is the 60s, right? Yeah. And there was a boy and a girl in a car? There were two boys and two girls. Two boys and two girls in a car. We've yeah. all seen Grease. We know what was happening. Well, this was either HBO happening or Grease happening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they were just doing a good old happy days thing. Maybe they were all just sitting around and talking yeah. and sharing their dreams of the future. I mean, they could have been. They could have been. And I'd if they were, that. that's so wholesome I'm and I'm proud of them. I'm definitely not in the mood whenever I'm parked next to the woods <laughs> at night. Definitely not. I'm, like, staring into the woods to make sure nothing's staring back. I'm going to do, like, the power dynamic where you don't blink at it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, you, like, you blink last so that you know, so that they you know not to fuck dominance. with you. Or I guess in your case, you pull out a tomato. Yes. <laughs> if a cryptid ever comes up, I need to start carrying around tomatoes. I love tomatoes. We should just get you one of those, like, potion pouches from, like, D&D and just put a tomato just in it. Just put a tomato in it, so every yeah. time we go hiking, if something <laughs> tries to attack us, I just pull out the tomato and bite into a raw tomato. <laughs> like it's like a it's, fucking apple. Yeah, like it's an apple. I would definitely... I've done that before. I know you have, and that's why I'm scared of you. I think I've done it right in front of you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm scared of you. I'll eat a whole fucking tomato. You will, and you will eat broccoli like it's popcorn, and... I fucking love broccoli. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm terrified of you because of that. So, a cryptid should be scared of you. Just like a really intense stag out here in our woods would be terrified of you. I don't know. I'm fucking scared of those deer. And they are. I remember I saw a fucking they ten don't pointer. Give a shit. I saw a ten point buck in downtown San Marcos. Like I was walking someone's dog downtown. And there was this, there was Bambi's dad standing <laughs> not even five feet from me. He was just staring at me. Bambi's dad. My fursona from now on. <laughs> Your fursona? Yes. Bambi's dad, that's yes. the name? Okay. Bambi's dad, my fursona. I'm going to get like big antlers. Uh-huh. I'm going to glue them to my head. <laughs> Use gorilla glue. Yes. The good stuff. And yeah. then I can suit yeah. I think I don't think I can put that in the podcast. <laughs> I'm not going to sue Gorilla Glue. <laughs> there you go. That's what you needed, is you needed that little, I'm not going to sue, I'm joking, <laughs> this is a funny ad lib. Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, let, let's get back to yeah, the anyways, story. Anyways, okay, two so, people, four people in a car. Four people in a car, two couples. What they saw was a white-winged creature, and they said that it was standing about six to seven feet tall. Um, and it stood, like, in front of their car, like, in front of the headlights. Uh-uh. And He said, hit me, bitch. <laughs> I, yeah. Oh, they probably I, were on a cliff. Then he really would have wanted it. Uh, I hope they weren't on a cliff. Well, he was standing in front of it. He wasn't, like, flying. There's usually that, like, one inch, unless they're, like, teetering over the edge, oh, in yeah. which case you've got bigger problems. I don't, I don't know if Point Pleasant is, like, a... I don't know either, <laughs> and I don't care to look. Place? 
I don't know. I kind of want to go to Point Pleasant now. Yeah. They have a big metal statue of them. That's my dream honeymoon. Have I told you that before? In Point Pleasant, West Virginia? No. My dream honeymoon is to travel across the United States and go to all of, like, the the best cryptid. So, so go to, to look... Point Pleasant, yeah, West so Virginia. Yeah, so I would go to Point Pleasant, <laughs> West Virginia, yeah. Um, well, good for you. <laughs> I will let you know what it's like. Um, I'm not going to get there before you. Good fucking luck trying to get me married. <laughs> oh, well, you married The me. only way we're going to West Virginia is if one of us gets married. <laughs> yeah. um, but anyway, so the two men, uh, Roger Scarberry and Steve Millett, went to the, t- to the local newspaper and told them that a beast had red, bright red eyes that were about six inches apart. In a wingspan of 10 feet. How did they just conveniently know six inches by looking at it? I mean, that's about six. Yeah. 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 A palm. About a palm. That's fucking huge. Think of that. Think of eyes like that far apart. Ooh. 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 That's I don't nasty. Like that. Can he really see that well? <laughs> He's got like a blind spot like a horse. That's what makes him into a moth. No, yeah, horses can't see that. Moths and most, like, flying things, like, have their eyes off to the side of their head, don't they? So they can get, like, peripheral vision. Uh, I don't like I know that that's there's why... a man that looks like that. <laughs> Apparently there's a winged man that looks like that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, what did the police say? Oh, or, well, what, or what did he continue? Well, they're still telling the story. Um, the moth man... Or the creature, they didn't call it the Mothman yet. The beast had an urge to avoid the bright headlights of the car. And said that, and they said that it was incredibly fast when it was flying, but that it was a clumsy runner. (laughs) And uh, (laughs) they say this because it actually chased their car, like it flew chasing their car to oh the God. outskirts of town, but whenever it stopped chasing them, it it scuttled back into the woods. It scuttled. It scuttled. Is that is that exact quote? Please no, say yeah, it. that's an exact quote. <laughs> scuttled. Oh or at least goodness. from like the article that I read. If he's a mothman, then why would he be avoiding the headlights? Wouldn't he like go towards them? That's how you defeat the mothman. <laughs> um. I don't know. Anyways. It's a puzzling question. <laughs> it's a good question. Um, we'll come back to that later. Thank you. <laughs> well, at first, the newspapers... This was only the first, uh, like, article. Uh, for a while, the newspapers were just calling it a bird or a mysterious creature. But Millet said that it was like a man with wings. There's also a book by John Keel, and it is called The Mothman Prophecies. Um, It's free for one credit on Audible right now. I guess it's not free. You have to spend a credit, but... If you have an Audible subscription, then it's free because you get one credit a month. Audible, sponsor me. (laughs) (laughs) We're not sponsored by them, but we want to be. Audible, hello. Yeah, I was looking on Amazon to get it. And the, some people are trying to sell this fucking book for, like, $200. I'm like, dude. What? 
You know what? it's worth two hundred dollars. <laughs> like a quarter of my rent. <laughs> I was gonna say like a piece to your PC, but yeah. That yeah. too. A single fan. A singular fan. Oh, but like in his book, he claimed that there are supernatural events related to the sightings. And there are a couple more sightings I'll go over in a bit. He also said that the Mothman was connected to the collapse of the Silver Bridge over the Ohio River. So this bridge, I really don't understand how people connected this. But this bridge went over the Ohio River and connected Point Pleasant, West Virginia to Galapolis, Ohio? Galapolis? 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 You have to just say it the Paris way. <laughs> Galapolis. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Perfect. But anyway, on December 15th, 1967, the Silver Bridge collapsed collapsed under the weight of rush hour traffic and killed over 46 people. Oh my god. Or it resulted it killed 46 people. Confirmed exactly. kills. The Silver Bridge, 46 confirmed yes. kills. <laughs> so, the last sighting or the last reported sighting of the Mothman during that time period was also December 15th. So people think that he was like a doomsday like, like one of the, the horsemen? Like, yeah, like he was like a, like he was like a sign. I don't know. He's, he's a member of the Wild Hunt. So 46 people died. Two victims were never found because of their wreckage. They were probably crushed. The investigation of the wreckage showed that the collapse was caused by a failure of a single eye bar in a suspension chain. A single eye bar. I, that's why I hate bridges. The defect was only 0.1 inches deep. Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Modern technology is terrifying. Technology yeah. is terrifying. Um, but an analysis showed that the bridge was also carrying heavier loads than it was designed for, and it wasn't maintained properly. So I'm going to go to the, so one of the very first sightings of the Mothman was uh, November 12th in Clendon, West Virginia in 1966. There were some grave, grave diggers. I keep wanting to say grave robbers. <laughs> I thought you They're were going to say grave robbing. walkers and I was about to be like, what's a grave walker? Uh, that sounds like a new enemy in Dead by Daylight. Honestly, it sounds like a George R. R. Martin thing. <laughs> it does. No, but they were grave diggers legally working in a cemetery, and they saw something, like, huge fly over their heads, and they described it as a brown human being. I guess That's just creepy to think, like, just a... Just, like, a person fly over you. Yeah. That shit's funny in video games. That would be terrifying, IRL. <laughs> I don't even like it when, like, a regular moth flies over my head. <laughs> but this is, that was the very first reported sighting of the Mothman. And then three days later were the two couples. The Gettysburg Times uh, reported 
eight more sightings in the span of three days after the couple's claims on no November 16th. One of the stories were two volunteer firefighters said that they saw, quote, a very large bird with large red eyes. Which I don't like that. I like that they're and, just describing what is possibly six to seven feet tall as just very large. I mean, I'm really bad at telling you how <laughs> tall something is. Like, I, if it's large, I think it's large. It's, mm. If it's six feet, I don't know what six feet. I can't tell you what six feet is. I couldn't tell you either because everybody's taller yeah, than Yeah, it's just big. Okay, it's just big. <laughs> In Salem, West Virginia... A man named Newell Partridge said that he saw strange patterns on his television in a myster mysterious sound outside his home. He said when he shined the, his flashlight in the direction of the noise, he claimed he saw two red eyes resembling bicycle reflectors looking back at him. Which I don't like. I don't like that either. <laughs> I'm gonna go find the Mothman and I'm gonna poke his eyes. <laughs> oh wait, no, you it has to, to do be it further apart. Yeah, yeah, I have to little thumb <laughs> thumb and pinky action. Yeah. <laughs> Bicycle reflectors. That's a good way to explain it though. That's a good way to describe it. That's yeah. also like fucking terrifying because anybody else who hears that every time they like round a corner now on the road and they see mm -hmm. like reflection. I'm I don't sure know if that was a thing in... back then, but Well, I mean if he's saying it, yeah. Yeah, but he said, but I don't know if they put them on road signs yet. Oh, okay. I don't know. But, um, honestly, the noise that he's describing, like, I can't help thinking about the BuzzFeed <laughs> Unsolved episode where they go look for Mothman, and, like, their, their noises are not what I imagine the Mothman to sound like. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're like, talking about. Oh, God. They do the little, like... I don't want to do it. <laughs> then you don't have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. <laughs> You're scared. Um, but Newell Partridge, Newell Partridge also claimed that this sighting uh, also led to the disappearance of his dog. The Mothman. The, the dog. I hope he gave it a good home. We're just going to call it that. A good home. <laughs> Little Susie, I hate to tell you this, but we had we had to send Cooper to The Mothman. To the Mothman for retirement. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> That's how I'm gonna tell my future kids that the dog died. That the Mothman took their dog? Yeah. Oh my god. I guess if you don't want to introduce them to death yet, miss them or introduce them to a missing persons case. Yeah. Exactly. There are a lot of different theories on what Mothman is. One of the theories is presented by Dr. Robert L. Smith, who is an associate professor of wildlife biology at West Virginia University, who dismissed the Mothman claims. And he said that the sightings were probably of sandhill cranes who stand as tall as the average person and have red flesh around their eyes. But the birds are white. Which I guess, like, 
I kind of get it because cranes are fucking terrifying. Yeah, cranes are scary. Yeah, there's a whole martial art. Martial art. <laughs> there's a whole martial art practice named after them. Yeah. Like, I know it's supposed to be like. Poke your eyes out. Yeah, I know it's supposed to be like elegancy or something like that, but like you've seen the starting pose, like yeah. they're ready to just peck out your eyes. Yeah. Yeah, but uh. Glad we don't have them. This, but some people took this claim whole different level. It's great. Many people accepted this claim and said that this particular bird may have been deformed from the TNT area near a... What's the town called again? I've said it like five times. Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant. What the fuck was that? That scared that, me. Those are our dogs. I heard <gasps> mine. I heard that. I, that was probably Poppy, because she makes weird noises. My dog makes the strangest noises I've ever heard come out of a dog, and I've been around huskies. I hate huskies. <laughs> <laughs> we have good um, reason to. I hated them before that, too. Um, but the TNT area in a Pleasant Point... Point Pleasant. Point Pleasant uh, were a bunch of nearby bunkers that were used for munition munition manufacturing in World War II. And it has been suggested that the toxic materials from that manufacturing leaked from the bunkers and started affecting wildlife nearby. The problem is the sandhill cranes aren't really in that area. Mm. Like, they're not in West Virginia. At all. From what I read. So they're not local. No. In the slightest, but they're like, yeah, this is what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Which, like, I feel like then you would be talking about an invasive species to where you would, like, be wanting to go find them and. Yeah, you'd do want to do something, something about, about that. Your yeah. invasive species. But not let it get like the goldfish? <laughs> Maybe? Um. Another theory is that some people believe that the Mothman was actually a very committed prankster that actually hid in the bunkers where the sightings were, like, seen. Because a lot of the sightings were seen around those bunkers. Mm. That's really just creepy. <laughs> I really hope that the mic is picking up listening to the dogs whining because we locked them out of the bedroom. Against would, their will. Yours wouldn't be any better. Mine would probably just grunt. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and then yours would still be doing weird noises. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Mothman legend also, like, resembles archetypes of sleep paralysis demons. Mm-hmm. So some people think that, like, the whole town or something were creating subconscious fears from the depths of their mind. So, like... They all saw something they couldn't explain, so they, like, immediately went to monster. hmm I mean, that's how the brain functions, isn't it? You see, like, some weird yeah, shadow, and you're just like, see, they're like, here to get me, finally. Like, but, like, how does everyone see something, and they're like, like, something fly over their head, and they're like, oh, a man. <laughs> He's definitely, there's definitely a man flying above me right now. 
aliens and UFOs are also included in some of these theories. <laughs> that Mothman was sent by them or that he is one. There's also, like I was saying before, that the theory that the Mothman is a harbinger of doom. A harbinger um, who, of doom. Yeah, because he apparently predicts disaster. Uh, he's been blamed for the Chernobyl disaster of 1986. <laughs> The swine flu outbreak of 2009, and the nuclear disaster in Fukushima, Japan, in 2011. Did the swine flu one trigger you? No. Oh. I don't even remember that. I was basically, when I had the swine flu, I was like nine years old, and I was just sleeping for like six days. (laughs) Point Pleasant locals, like, panicked over the Mothman. Like, people were terrified. People were saying that he was trying to snatch at their babies. The, they would see, like, anything at night, and they'd be like, Mothman. <laughs> like, these people were terrified of this man. This man, this thing, this moth. Something. This butterfly. This something. This bird. Yeah, the something. <laughs> um, the last sighting, the last known sighting is from 2016, when a man saw a mysterious creature jumping from tree to tree. Hardcore parkour. Yeah. <laughs> there, so Point Pleasant actually has a lot of things dedicated to the Mothman. They have a whole Mothman museum dedicated to Mothman. Appease him. Yes. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you go on their website, they have a Mothman cam. The moth cam, if you will. I watched it for a little bit. Um, I did not see Mothman. Cry. Yeah. There's also a Loch Ness cam. Like, or at least there used to be. Oh, that watches the Loch Ness Monster. Yeah, that looks for the Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> <laughs> but usually you just see a bunch of sheep running around. <laughs> Soothing. Every now and then I get on it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Just put that on the TV instead of ASMR videos for the dogs. Yes. They also have a, a Mothman festival every September, which is where we need to go next September. <laughs> Noted. They, in the middle of the town, they also have a 12-foot-tall chrome statue with metal wings and red eyes. It's a very strange statue. I'm sure a lot of people have seen the statue. If you haven't, go look it up. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> It is an interesting statue. And I think that is all I have on the Mothman. Yep. Yep, that's the Mothman. That's the Mothman. (laughs) The Mothman is outside your window. What do you do? (laughs) (laughs) Stare back, assert dominance. (laughs) Get a flashlight. (laughs) Get a flashlight. Keep your flashlights with you kids. It's like how last week with the boo hag. The Keep boo a hairbrush. By your by your um bed. It's like gotta have a flashlight now. Just so I can shine at Mothman. Bro, if I woke up to a boo hag on top of me, I would just be throwing hands. <laughs> Absolutely not. We are not doing this. <laughs> you need to leave right now. On the bright side, she mostly prays after men. She toots on her boo daddy. Yeah, but, you know, just like, if if you just get that 1%. <laughs> that 1%. You gotta be prepared for the 1%. <laughs>
My lower back Ow. has been hurting a lot lately. I don't know Ooh. why. I'll tell you why. We're old. Okay. <laughs> that feels better. Yes. <laughs> it's like I can't put like vertical weight on it without it hurting. Oh God forbid you put your head on your spine. <laughs> Literally. I'm probably gonna put this over here so people can hear me better. Okay. All right. No, you're yes. ready. Yes. Are you ready, ready to read? Yes. Are you ready for Tell me? Tell me a to... little story. <laughs> you want to hear a bedtime story? Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. The story we have today uh, is about the Morris murders. Morris murders. Do yeah. I know those? You might, because oh. it, it took place in Houston. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What year? Uh, 2000. Oh. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty recent. That's like 20 years ago. Oh, fuck. I feel old. <laughs> <laughs> it was that only was a while two, ago. It was only 2000. It was you pretty were, recent. <laughs> you were only like two. <laughs> but here's the thing. My brain stopped in like 2009. <laughs> when you were 10? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Trauma's a bitch. Anyways. Uh, okay, so on the morning of October 12th, 2000, um, a bank loan officer named Mary Lou Morris, uh, 48 years old, uh, said goodbye to her husband, Jay, and left for work, but never arrived. She never arrived to work? Nope. Huh. Yeah. So, and because Those she never like arrived to work. Those are the creepiest yeah. stories. It really is. It's pretty uh, straightforward, though. I hate that. That's like every story, though. Yeah. It's, <laughs> she left home for the last time. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, her husband hadn't been able to get to reach her through the following hours and called her work to find out where if she was like okay, uh, where he then found out that she never arrived. A quote for him on it was he said, "I called a supervisor and found out she wasn't at work. That's when I knew immediately that there was something wrong because she doesn't miss because she doesn't miss work." Then he filed a missing person report. Oh, that's... At least he fucking filed a report. Yeah. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> um, <laughs> you'll find out. Um, so, yeah, so he filed a police report, ultimately ended up being useless, uh, doing all that paperwork, because not even a couple hours after that, an abandoned car was found only three miles away from their home. She only made it three miles? Yeah. But it was in the opposite direction of where her work was. Uh, the area that it was found in was covered in thick foliage and hidden behind a bunch of trees, all of which were scorched. The car was found to have been intentionally set on fire with a body inside. The body was unidentifiable at the time, so an investigative team came and processed dental records, blah, 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 uh, in which they confirmed that the body was Mary Lou. Uh, but the severity of the burns to the corpse made it impossible to tell what the official cause of death was at first. Uh, everything had been scorched and melted down by the time she she was found, including the tires on the vehicle and the jewelry that she was wearing. Ooh, the tires were burnt? Yeah. They were melted. How did no one, did no one report the fire? Uh, I guess not. Apparently not. What the fuck? Why are you by the time they the got to, <laughs> by the time they got to it, everything was burned up already. You, you see a car on fire, you're like, mm, no, nah, none of my business. 
You like the come fire. around a curve and just see smoke, and you're like, it's probably it's handled. It's like a forest fire almost. Like <laughs> yeah. the fucking trees were on fire. Literally, <laughs> who did the, the thick this? foliage and the trees that it was hidden behind were all scorched. So what the fuck? Also, can we talk about how hot that fire had to be to burn jewelry? To melt the metal of the jewelry. Yeah. I mean, it was a big fire. Yeah. And it was, I mean, I got Gasoline. the fucking tires in there. And All of that shit. All of the chemicals that are in an engine. Okay. Don't forget the air, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. But her wedding band was noted to be missing entirely as well as her purse from the scene. They didn't find any of the remnants. Was and it she wasn't wearing. House? Mm-mm. No, both of them were missing entirely. That's weird. Yeah. Um, so, later investigations revealed that she had called 911 at one point between, like, her time of leaving home and, like, basically on. Oh. I mean, to the, the point of death. Um, her de- her friend claims that Mary had many good friends, a very successful career, a happy marriage, and no known enemies. Uh, they did do an autopsy, which later revealed that her cause of death was a single gunshot wound to the head. Oh. But with no other evidence, the police hit a dead end. No clues and motive, no suspects. During investigation, Detective Robert Torney? Torney? Tonery? How is it spelled? T-O-N-R-Y. T-O-N-R-Y? Tonry? Tonry? Yeah. I think. Detective Robert Tonry. I'm so sorry, Robert Tonry, if for some reason you're listening to this. Uh, she has no apparent enemies, no drugs, no affairs, and it's been hard to track down suspects in such a short, in sh- just short of some mysterious person that abducted her. Uh, so just after her body was found, a call came into a Houston na- newspaper. I remember reading somewhere else that it was the Houston Chronicle, mm-hmm. uh, but I don't want to confirm that. So, but a Houston newspaper saying that she was the wrong one. It was a mistake. The caller was never identified. I feel like the newspaper news outlets need to start having caller ID. Yeah. (laughs) I think that every time I read that, like, they called into the newspaper and I'm like, they couldn't caller ID them? Or have some kind of software that tracks the people who call? I mean, I guess in 2000 they didn't. I mean, they they were just adjusting to, they didn't even have smartphones. They had flip phones. Yeah. So... Well, I hope now news outlets have caller ID. I have caller ID. (laughs) I do, too. Um, Okay. Uh, So, with no immediate suspects and the only evidence being her missing ring and an anonymous phone call calling it a mistake, their only guess was that she was the wrongful victim of a possible hit. Mostly because... So, hitmen usually take wedding rings or, like, notable them items Mm -hmm. of the victim um, in order to provide proof to whoever hired them that the deed was done. Uh, That was all they had, but they never actually really, like, claimed that that was a true possibility. Mm -hmm. They were just like, hmm, hitman? Unless it was a really bad hitman would call into a news... Yeah. A newspaper. There's a lot of points in here that I'm like, "Uh, I know that the main suspicion is hitman in this scenario, but, like, he makes so many mistakes that it... Yeah. Unless it's, like, (laughs) first hit. Selfie. Uh, (laughs) uh, So, basically, that was that. They have nothing. Until, three days later, the body of 39-year-old Mary McGinnis Morris, no relation, 
uh, was found under nearly the exact same circumstances. An ATV rider has stumbled upon her body on the side of the road only three miles away from her home. Uh, she had also been shot in the head, but was additionally was beaten. The only evidence found at the scene were signs of a struggle and that her wedding ring was also missing. Mary had multiple scratches on her body, her clothing was ripped, and there were no and there were and there were signs of her being gagged. Uh, Mary McGinnis Morris was only similar to Mary Lou Morris in appearance and in living in the same area. Her life entirely was complete was like it was a hard left from the the, the first victim. Uh, she was a nurse practitioner in charge of several clinics for some major industrial corporation, uh, but did not have a happy relationship or and had regular issues with a specific former co-worker who had left on bad terms, quitting his job after several failed attempts to discredit Mary. The technically ex-co-worker, Dwayne Young, uh, Dwayne Young harassed her at work constantly. One evening, she found her office to be in disarray with picture frames turned over and parts wrecked. Uh, the thing that got him fired and made him technically ex uh, was when um, was just after that was when uh, she found a note on his calendar in his office that read death to her. Uh, wait. The police. <laughs> Normal people don't do that. Death to her. It, I, on no source could I say that it, like, that they ever revealed that it, like, what day was it circled on? Was it just in the notes, like? Oh, like it was on a calendar? It was on a calendar, but I couldn't find anything that said, like, was it on a date or was it just in the notes? Oh, what if it was just like all creepily, <laughs> like, just like in big letters? Across the whole calendar, death to her across the entire month. Oh my god! Like knew it was That's gonna do creepy. it at some point. That's this just month. weird. <clears throat> knew it was gonna happen at some point that month. Um, so obviously, the police questioned the coworker. When questioned, uh, Dwayne Young insisted that he had nothing to do with Mary McGinnis's death, uh, even though his response to being fired following the whole calendar ordeal was to make a scene like he went whole whole ass karen he was shouting asking for mary while banging on the store windows uh basically just trying to deface her as much as possible of a uh, clinic yeah he eventually had to be escorted away i feel like if you have to be fired from a clinic you probably just shouldn't be in that field um for just like having a hatred against your co-worker well, okay, you're in the healthcare yeah. profession. <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter who you hate. You, you literally took a, an oath. Yeah. I don't think nurses have to take that oath. Uh, nurse practitioners. No, think, they all have to. Oh, they do. Mm -hmm. Everyone that works in healthcare. Yeah. Oh. I feel like that should also include your coworkers. Yeah, I think. So. <laughs> I think so. Okay. Uh, eventually, he had to be escorted away. Shocker. Um, so, prior to her murder, she called a friend, Lori, uh, to tell her that she was afraid that someone at her job um, w wanted to hurt her. 
the same friend talked to her only hours before her death when Mary made an alarming phone call to her saying that she had seen someone in the drugstore that gave her the creeps and that she was going to return to work, sign off of her computer, and head home. Twelve minutes after that call finished, records found on Mary's phone that she had made a frantic 911 call where, uh, while the audio was never released, it's been said through leaks, I guess, where she sounded like she was being abducted and assaulted. Uh. Oh. Um. Yeah. The, yeah that's did, deep. did any of the articles ever say, like, where in Houston? No. Oh. None of them said where. Wow. Um, okay. Oh. So, it was determined that both of the crime scenes that the killer had tried terribly, I might add, uh, if that's the case, to make the death look like a suicide. Um, but Mary, <laughs> McGinn- Mary McGinnis's defensive wounds proved otherwise. Also, further investigation found blood inside the car. The passenger door was wide open, and keys to the vehicle were outside. I mean, with the second murder, it does kind of sound like a shitty hitman. I don't know. Hitman just sounds too sci-fi not sci-fi too like murder mystery also why did they think it would look like a suicide yeah like that's when the time between kill the two kills of the exact of women who looked the same and had the same name died like there's a three-day difference between the death you wouldn't give it a couple of months (laughs) this is a dollar store hitman (laughs) purely speculative obviously this is a dollar store hitman dollar store hitman (laughs) Oh, dark He dollar. wasn't, yeah. Like he, family dollar, but the dark web. But the dark web. <laughs> <laughs> dark dollar. Um, that sounds like the name of a porno. Uh, okay, oh, so. No. But he wasn't the only suspect. Uh, the police also looked into her husband, Mike, after ballistics confirmed that the gun used was, u- uh, that the gun used on her was the same one he bought for her from protection that she kept in the car. Mike was known for being jealous of his wife, for being extremely jealous of his wife and allegedly followed her on multiple occasions and at one point suspected his wife of having an affair with a family friend. When Mike was asked about the affair, he said, I confronted her and the person. They looked me in the eye and denied it. I chose to believe them. We had problems in the last few years, but we were well on our way to solving them. We were back at the point of being best friends when she died. Uh, the encounter happened only, apparently happened shortly before her murder. Investigators, investigators, investigators also found that Mary had a 700,000 life insurance policy. Oh my god, 700,000, 700, 700,000 So, that dollar make me holla. <laughs> so, police considered the possibility that her husband and the Karen co-worker, um, Dwayne, had hatched a plan to kill her together. Mike nearly immediately lawyered up. Uh, Mike's alibi, however, was that he had taken their daughter to a movie that day. Didn't say what movie, and he never gave authorities permission to interview his daughter and confirm the alibi. He also refused to take a polygraph exam, but claimed that he shouldn't have to after giving them access to his apartment, fingerprints, and blood samples. That's fishy. 
Yeah. Police found that her husband had called her cell phone almost two hours after her death. Phone records showed that it was answered and had a four-minute conversation. Mike Morris denied ever having picked up that call and blamed it on the phone company, saying that he let it ring out for four minutes. But the phone company told police that the call shouldn't have shown up on their bill unless it had been completed. Four minutes after? Four. It was... Two hours after Two hours death, after four, her four death. Minutes. Yeah, for four minutes. Like, that's long enough to have a conversation. I don't think the phone would ring that long, would it? No. Phone, I don't think maybe? so. I was a child. <laughs> unless it was, unless there was a bad connection, in case you would just stay on the long, like, sound for, like, 30 seconds before it just hung up on you. But, like, even then, like, it wouldn't show up on a bill if they didn't pick up the phone. Yeah. So it had to, like, the call had to be completed. Yeah. Um, to make it better. <laughs> Months after the murders, a family friend was having dinner with Mike and his daughter, and Mike and his... <laughs> was having dinner with Mike and his and Mary's daughter, Katie. <laughs> uh, hi. <laughs> There's always a fucking Katie. There's always a Katie in these. Uh, okay, so he's having dinner with them and noticed that Katie was wearing Mary McGinnis Morris's missing wedding missing wedding oh. ring. Mike claimed that they had found it and that Mary wasn't actually wearing it when she was killed, but neglected to share this info with the police. Did his daughter not question that? Like, no, he didn't it, take it, her the ring, and he she was like. Mm. They don't, I, they have absolutely nothing on it because he refused to let police talk to her. He was totally oh, yeah. uncooperative the entire case. He was like, I let you into my apartment, I gave you blood samples, and you took my fingerprints. That's not enough for you. <laughs> oh, another weird thing. In March of 2001, Jay Morris, you know, Mary Lou, the first victim's husband, uh, received a bill with a $2,000 charge, or, or $2,000 worth of charges on Mary's phone card. Uh, which had been inside her purse when she was killed. The call was eventually traced to a teenage girl in Galveston uh, who claimed that she found it inside of a purse in a convenience store parking lot. Uh, the, the girl was cleared of involvement in the murders, but when the purse was returned to Mary's family, they claimed that it did not belong to her. Oh, that's weird. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a weird Did she find the purse in a convenience store in Galveston or in Houston? Did it say? It didn't say, but I, I like think I think it was like... in Galveston because all the reports said that it was traced to a girl in Galveston. But she, it, there's nothing on, like, where did she find it? Yeah. That's weird. That was almost six months after her death, too. What? So mm. they could have found it in Houston, and then she was using it in Galveston. Still, that's, I don't know, that's weird. Especially yeah, if the purse really didn't weird. belong to... Her. Yeah. With the lack of hard, ev hard evidence and cooperation, it unfortunately never saw court. Mike Morris has since moved to West Virginia and continues to not cooperate with the police. He's the Mothman. <laughs> I was so hoping that you were going to say that when you said West Virginia. I was like, <laughs> I wonder if she's going to notice that mine's in West Virginia. It He's has the a Moth spot man. in it. Fuck you, Michael. <laughs> Uh, oh, no word on Dwayne Young, the co-worker. The oh, like, they yeah. never... 
mention like yeah they he him? he never has anything else to do with it they basically scrapped him for her husband um like I they mean, okay but it's still kind of weird that he was writing that stuff on a whole ass calendar yeah um there was literally i i looked all over there was absolutely nothing on what happened to Dwayne young that's I even checked so... prison records to see. <laughs> That's so weird. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And instead of, you know, following, like, the, 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 the obvious, because, you know, no hard evidence, all they had was circumstantial. There's all that. Great. It didn't see court. It probably will never see court because they uh-huh. have, like, almost nothing on it. Uh, but the police... <laughs> <laughs> this is so stupid. The police have started leading towards the theory that the two murders were not actually connected and it was just a coincidence that both victims had the same name and the same circumstances and the same missing jewelry and the same appearance, you know? I mean, I mean, there's a chance, but... I, I think it's a pretty small like, one. Yeah, I just feel like that's not it. Mm-mm. I mean, it would make sense if, like, someone did go to, like, murder one person and mistook them if they're in the same area and they look alike and they have the same name. Mm-hmm. I did also read a theory online that maybe it was murder of opportunity because uh-huh. Mary Lou Morris died, hers being really weird. Uh-huh. Uh, and they think that, like, hers was, like, an accident that, like, burned her up even though the police report literally says that they found that it was intended to have been set on fire and that, like, she got, like... Well, didn't she have a gunshot wound to the head? Yeah, but it wasn't until medical examiners saw that. And for some reason, everybody's, like... Everyone's, like, hmm... That's that's circumstantial. I'm, like... Well, and there was no gun recovered on the scene for hers, so unless she, like, shot herself point-blank... And then threw the gun away. Yeah, and then, like, what the, the gun flies out of the... I guess that could happen. It flies out of the window. But it was extremely, for, like, foresty. I still, like... Like, like they check the whole surrounding area. I feel area. like they still find it. Yeah, because they... Don't they check within, like, a certain field yeah. of the crime scene just to see? I think so. That's, like, a part of the foul play examination. But, um... And they didn't recover that. Nothing that she... Like, even her friend, uh... Marilyn commented that she seemed really happy, so they couldn't... They, like, they completely ruled out suicide. Unless, like, she died, this is the theory, is that she died first, and then either the co-worker or Mike, one of the two suspects, whoever was after her, saw that they had the same name, and then just mimicked the circumstances to turn it into a thing. I guess. I just don't know if someone would be, like, that cunning. That calculate, especially two men. Sorry, that was kind of like, a, a rude thing to say. <laughs> I like the hitman theory better. I like the hitman theory. Even though, like, it's still kind of, it, like, it's weird, but, like, it makes the most sense now. Yeah. It's a really bad hitman. It's it's a horrible hitman. Yeah. It's it's terrible. And that one's unsolved? Yeah, and it's unsolved because they never were able to get Mike to be cooperative. Ooh. Fuck you, Mike. Um, this Michael. podcast is just a fuck you, Michael. <laughs> fuck you, Michael. We're changing the name. Fuck you, Michael. Especially you, Michael. You know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically it. It is completely unsolved thanks to 
of the husband not not wanting to work with police. Well, and they don't have any kind of hard evidence, so. That sucks. I'm going to have a hard time sleeping tonight. <laughs> because of the murder case or because of the Mothman? I don't know. I have a window right there. <laughs> and right there. I'm surrounded. <laughs> you just pop up at any moment. Get the broom out of the kitchen in case the boo hag comes. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm sorry. You don't think she'll want to count strings on my woven blanket? Oh, she might. She might. Or, I don't know, hairs on my fluffy dog? <laughs> Pie would be the best distraction. It's impossible to tell. Pie would probably rip someone to shreds if they came in here while I was sleeping. <laughs> oh, yeah. For sure. Like, that dog does not fuck around when it comes to, to me. <laughs> he means business. He is a businessman. I can't say the same for my dog. She's um, the alarm. She's my alarm system. She lets me know that there's something there, but she'll do absolutely nothing about it. I have to be security. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Such is life. <laughs> You picked the dog out. Hey, she picked me. <laughs> As a, for a bodyguard? Yes. <laughs> I think both of those were... The Mothman yeah. is weird, and then my case is just like, what happened there? Yeah, yeah I thought the Mothman would be a really good one to do. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. He's your favorite one? Yeah, he's one, of, he's one of my absolute favorite cryptids because he's just... It's so wild. I like the, the noise. Yeah. They do the little ee ee thing, but I like to think it's it's the inhale one. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want it to be. <laughs> but that sounds terrifying. The ee thing, it's, it's like Teletubbies or something. Do you have a favorite cryptid? No. No. I don't really know much. I guess that cryptids. was that was one of the points of doing this. Was um, I would learn more cases. The one that freaks me out the most is probably the Jersey Devil. Or, um, in Mexico there's one, like, kind of like the Jersey Devil, but I forgot its name. It's not the Chupacabra. Although, the Chupacabra is weird to me. Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure I saw one once. Oh, I'm like that with Yayorona. Yeah. I I had a Yayorona. She's more of a ghost, isn't she, though? Yeah, she's a banshee. Yeah. That's what... At least that's what uh, uh, the like cryptid Wikipedia said. Oh, really? I didn't know that, that would make her technically a cryptid. I thought she was just like a ghost of a horrible woman. Encrypted, the exact I'm definition. Huh? I'm sorry, I called you stupid. <laughs> the definition of cryptid as I saw it when I typed it into Google one day uh, was urban legends, basically. Which, oh. yeah, Yorona counts as an urban legend. Huh. I want to see an Ancient Aliens episode of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if that's what they do, but I feel like they could start doing it if they even still film. <laughs> Is History Channel still a thing? I don't know, honestly, anymore. I haven't had cable in four years. I, I haven't had cable since, uh, since, since I moved out. I lived in Houston. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't had cable since I was, like, 14 or 15. Oh, my God. I haven't watched cable in a long time. I was 19 when I moved out of my parents' house. See, my parents didn't do cable. 
they yeah, got cable they for cable. a few years. And then they were like, mm, we can just use the internet. Yeah. And before that, we only had, I've only had cable for like a few years of my life. Because before that, we didn't even have internet for a long time. So my stepdad just like downloaded a bunch of shows. We had, um, we had Chris Angel. <laughs> we had Burn Notice. And, um, we had another one. I forgot the name. But then we also had my favorite, HR Puffin Stuff. <laughs> Fucking love HR Puff and stuff. <laughs> it's had... great. It's got a magic flute and like <laughs> a 50s version of Barney. Oh, I love it. It was a kid's show. I was a PBS kid growing up too. Yeah, see, we didn't even have, we, we didn't even have that, so. You didn't have PBS? No, I told you, we didn't even have cable. We didn't even have connections to like go on the free channels. Really? Yeah, yeah, that's why PBS we... is, it's like the public service. No, we didn't have anything like that. Wow. We didn't weird. have any connections to get onto the public wow. TV service. My dad had black box that he stole. There you go. My dad had black stolen black box cable. Yeah, we didn't do that. We, we just downloaded things and watched them. <laughs> we had a shit ton of DVDs. My dad also had a, a black box at his jewelry store. So nice. we would get PBS. He didn't have anything else on it. Yeah, but we, we had PBS. We didn't, we didn't even have that. We had I PB. Mean, wait, so we had Bob Ross, and we had like two different news stations. I remember I mean, that because I remember seeing 9/11 happen on that TV. Oh my god, I I like I know of the shows and I've seen some of them, but I was like I didn't have cable, mm. and we did for a few years when I was a teenager. But I wasn't watching fucking PBS. I was watching like Futurama. <laughs> yeah. Like Victoria, Victoria's, and <laughs> I Carly, like I was fucking. That's like yeah, the priorities, the best yeah. things to watch. Yeah. Yeah, the things about growing up and shit. Uh huh. Well, thank you for listening. It's been a night. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your Canada Dry is gonna fall over, and I'm gonna laugh. It's empty. Oh, okay. Yeah. Damn it. I was also gonna slightly be sad because I know what gotten on the blanket that I made you. <sighs> yeah. It's a nice blanket. My meow meow sheets. <laughs> meow meow sheets. Everybody needs a pair of meow meow sheets. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was this. Yes. Criminal slash cryptid. Are you going to be able to sleep now? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I got a bedtime story. <laughs> well. All right. Till next time. Yeah. Bye. Goodbye.